Good morning. Welcome to church. Thank you for joining this online church service from the SA congregation in London. It's my prayer that the Lord will, will use His Word and His Spirit to work in your life, your heart today. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you that we may come in prayer this morning to worship your holy name. Thank you for your love and for your care, for, for everything that we received unconditionally from your hand. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you died on the cross to save each one of us. Holy Spirit, thank you that you are here working in our hearts and in our minds, that you are God with us. That there is not one moment in our life that you are absent. Thank you that we may pray and know and believe that our prayers make a difference, that you know best what we need. You know best who we are. You know best who we need to become. It's my prayer this morning that you will use our, our um, service this morning. You will use scripture this morning to, to change our lives, Lord Jesus, to make us into the people you want us to be. Amen. We are busy working and talking through Galatians. And I initially thought to finish it up last week, but Galatians 6 has got so much important um, information that we can't skip that. So let's read um, Galatians chapter 6, verse 11. <clears throat> See what large letters I use as I write to you with my own hand. Those who want to impress others by means of the flesh are trying to compel you to be circumcised. The only reason they do this is to avoid being persecuted for the cross of Christ. Not even those who are circumcised keep the law. Yet they want you to be circumcised that they may boast about your circumcision in the flesh. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. What counts is the new creation. Peace and mercy to all who follow this rule, to the Israel of God. From now on, let no one cause me trouble, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers and sisters. Amen. Normally at the end of a, of, a, of a letter, the writer will come to summarize everything and say, this is the main point of what I tried to write to you about, try to convince you about. Um, and Paul is doing exactly the same here at the end of Galatians. But he does something else. He, he, he used a scribe, he used someone to whom he dictated the letter normally. But here he takes the pen into his own hands and he says, now I'm writing to you. Verse 11 says, see what large, let what large letters I use as I write to you with my own hand. Um, there's, a, there's a few possible uh, means to understand this. The one is that Paul had a little bit of trouble with his eyes 
and that's the reason he makes such large letters so that uh, he can read it himself. Um, but there's maybe a better explanation that says that you know, you know when you text someone or you WhatsApp someone about something that's really important or someone that you're really angry with, you do it in capital letters normally. It's exactly the same what Paul is doing here. He says, listen, I'm writing this big letters because what I'm writing here is the most important thing. It's a summary of everything I told you. Nothing is more important for you to understand what I'm trying to convey here. That's what he do. Uh, in, in a certain way, you want to show them how important is it that they give attention to this and not just scroll it over because it's the end of the letter. Um, he says, listen carefully, verse 14. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Say, may I never boast. This is the most important thing about this whole letter. And and the way the way he writes it, he says, May I never boast. Actually, he says, if you look at the Greek, it says, May God forbid that I boast in every anything else. It's it's very easy to say, listen, the the, the more important thing in Christianity is to live. The way Jesus lived is, is to do the things that Jesus did. Um, uh, what, he, what, what he came to do, what we believe about what he came to do, isn't that important. It's more important to, to take what he teaches how to live and make that the main focus of our Christianity. Because we are so scared to frighten people off if we talk about the cross. If you talk about dying, if you talk about suffering, that's the last thing that we think can change people's hearts and minds. So let's let's put the put the emphasis rather on the the miracles, rather on the the, the love part of 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 Jesus's life on earth, the way he treated people, and the good example he is for each one of us. Paul says, "May God forbid." That I boast in anything else but the cross. Second thing that happens is that throughout the book of Galatians, Paul is in conversation with people that said that um, I've got to I've got to earn my salvation through doing certain things. Yeah, it's it's good to believe, but I've got to do certain things. I've got to be circumcised. I've got to live in a certain way. I've got to add few things to my religion, to my faith. Then I will be saved. Paul says, may God forbid if I boast in anything else but the cross of Jesus Christ. Only the cross can save. Completely. You don't need anything else. You can't build your faith or your salvation on anything else but the cross of Jesus Christ. Interesting. 
episode in Matthew 16 when Jesus started talking with his disciples about who he was. And he asked them, who do you say I am? And Peter came and said, you are the Christ, Jesus, son of God. And Jesus said, great stuff, people, you're beginning to understand what I'm what I'm doing here. And then Jesus started to talk to them about their suffering and his coming death. And immediately Peter got up and said, no, 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 no. Jesus, you can't talk about this. You can't talk about suffering. You can't talk about the cross. And Jesus said to him, get behind me, Satan, because you're thinking of man and not of God's will for your life. Um, may God forbid that you boast in anything but the cross. It's the only thing that can save us. It's the main reason why Jesus came to earth. To die for us, for our sins. To pay the penalty for us. Uh, the writers of the gospel understood it very well. Because if you look at all the gospel accounts of Jesus' life, then uh, the story about his suffering, his passion, his death, his resurrection, takes about almost half of all the pages of the of the Gospels. And it's interesting to think for three years, Jesus worked with him and more than half of the Gospel almost is written about the last week, two weeks of his life. It tells us something. These writers understood the importance of the cross of Christ. What difference that is making. Why? Why don't we like talking about the cross and the implications of the cross for our lives? Let's be honest. No one likes to suffer. Not one of us is looking forward to hard times. Not one of us talk about dying. Not even dying for people you love. What about people you don't love? Don't love you. It's not something we will actually consider if we think about Christianity. If we, if we think about the crucifixion, it was really a cruel way of killing someone. And the Roman, uh, the Roman government used that to suppress any uprising against them. Um, they used it as a scare tactic because people know it's a horrific way to die. Um, it was kind of, it was kind of quite scary to think of it that you're going to be naked on a cross for almost up to three days until you're dead. Public spectacle is what they called it. Um, and yet it's even still worse than that. Because when Jesus was on the cross, he prayed to his father and said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I'm all alone. <laughs> um, and I think maybe that's the worst part of being crucified, that you're all alone. Jesus understood exactly what it meant to be alone, to be stripped from God's presence. To, 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 to have the experience that God's his Father is not there, he's not listening, he's not caring, he's not giving. And he went through all of that for you and me. That's why Paul says, May God forbid that I boast in anything else but the cross of Christ. 
we tend to boast. We tend to boast about things we got right. We tend to, when you've got kids, you tend to boast about your the things your kids managed to do. Their, their, uh, their victories, uh, their good results, um, the good things that they managed to achieve. It's amazing. Sometimes we put it on the walls and frame it. Sometimes we just take photos on our phone and show it to anyone who wants to see. We like to boast about things that we get right. What are you boasting about your relationship with Jesus Christ? Do you boast about the fact that you don't sin? Do you boast about your good works, your disciplined life? Do you boast about your, the love you have for so many other people? Do you boast about how much you give to church? How much, how much you are at church? What do you boast about? If we're honest, continue this conversation, there's nothing we can boast about. Because not, we don't even manage to, to get those things right. So what do we boast about? Let's take an example of life. Let's say your house is burning down, but your kids are safe, all your valuable property properties and stuff you you have a safe and you're standing watching with your friends and family watching how the house burn and your neighbor run into the fire and die everyone will say what an idiot but if your house is burning down and your your kid is still in the house and no one else can save him and your neighbor run in and save your child but die in the whole process everyone will say what an hero that's exactly what Paul's doing here. Say, Jesus is my hero. When everything was burning, when there was nothing going for me, he came to save me. I will boast in the cross. That's what Paul says. We understand that the cross is a very important symbol. We see it all, all around us, on all church buildings, against church walls. Up on the hillside, the hilltops, mountaintops, we see the cross. We understand that the cross is an important symbol. One of the most uh, most uh, knowledgeable, no, not, not knowledgeable, the most common symbols around. Everyone will know, yeah, that's a cross. And, and um, they will understand that it represents something about Jesus that died for us. But we also know that the cross asks much more. The cross actually challenges us with our selfish living, with the way we live only for ourselves. The cross challenges us with, with things that we're not willing to let go. Things we're not willing to do. The cross challenges us with the fact that we don't want to die. So to a certain extent, it's the biggest monument of what we can't manage and that we don't achieve. Martin Lloyd-Jones, Martin Lloyd very famous Christian 
preacher of the previous century once said that in the, normally um, when he asks people, are you a Christian? The normal answer will be, yeah, I am. I'm trying my best. <laughs> and he always says, then you don't understand Christianity at all. Because you don't become a Christian through trying. You become a Christian through dying. You can only be a Christian through Jesus dying for you. And you dying for your own effort, your own self-salvation, your own self-righteousness. So let's be honest. What are you boasting? Your achievements? Things you get right? Your good living? Or do you boast in the cross? Jesus that died for you and your sin. And are you boasting in the fact that you are dying for yourself, your self-righteousness, your self-salvation? Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you died for us on the cross. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we know that, that it is because you love each one of us dearly. We know there's a massive gap between our efforts and what you come and promise us in Scripture, what you already did for us. And Lord Jesus, when we pray today, we know that you came and you filled the gap between what we think we've got to do and what you already have done for us. Thank you that you died for us, that you gave yourself, that you gave your lives for each one of us. Lord Jesus, let us boast in you and stop looking at our own strength, our own achievements, because that can't save us. Thank you that we can boast in, your, in the cross of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Galatians 6 is such a rich chapter. Next week in London, we will we will look at it again. So um, if you're in the area, it will maybe be a good thing if you can um, attend our church service. We're going to um, give our offerings. You've got all the possibilities available where you can give. Um, if you're unsure, you just um, click on the link that takes you to the area. If you're in London, you... You choose that one. Um, if you're in somewhere else in, 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 in England, you can choose any one of the other, other regions that you are part of. It's my prayer that the Lord will bless you, that the Lord will keep you, that he will shine his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.